You're listening to the Golden Mike Podcast with me, the noise of the North, Daniel the Mano. This is a lifestyle podcast based loosely off the lake life. My goal is to give listeners an opportunity to share an experience of wakeboarding and its pros, music, art, and just about anything going on in the world of me, the noise of the North. So now join me and my people as we bring you the Golden Mike Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Golden Mike Podcast, recorded down south in Orlando, Florida, the mecca of toad water sports. And now it's time for some audio sunshine. I invite you to have a listen while you do what you do. Take a jog, sit back, relax in your favorite recliner, or crank up the volume in your car on your way to or from work as we get set to journey into the life and times of some of the world's top toad water sports athletes and industries who's who. I'm the Noise of the North, Dano the Mano, and for those who don't know me, I'm a toad water sports enthusiast. I'm a lover of the lake life. I've been water skiing and wakeboarding now for over 25 years, and for the past 10 years, I've been lucky enough to travel and rub elbows with our industry's top names while announcing some of the biggest events nationwide and even the every now and then opportunity to talk on the mic internationally. Hey guys, I'm Jimmy LaRich, and you're listening to the Golden Mike Podcast with Dan of the Mano. Some would say, that's better. From here on out, we'll be releasing a new podcast episode twice a month, on the first and third Wednesday of each month. I plan to interview some big names and some interesting people throughout this next year, but I'm always looking for your input. A couple of ways to contact me? Well, first, you can message me on the Golden Mike Podcast Facebook page, at facebook.com forward slash golden Mike podcast or click the contact link on my site noiseofthenorth.com you can always shoot over an email to golden Mike at noiseofthenorth.com on twitter i'm at the dano t mano and on instagram at dano t mano so feel free to shoot me that follow or don't hey it's up to you For me, this is a new avenue, a new way to continue contributing and being a part of the sport and industry that I've loved for almost my entire life. My goal is to create awesome, original content with toad water sports enthusiasts like myself in mind. And I don't expect everyone to take time out of their lives and listen to my show, but if you have the time and like wakeboarding, I say listen. I started listening to podcasts in the gym. Now I listen before bed and in my car. There's so many different podcasts out there. No doubt in my mind that you can find something you like. As some may know, I'm a nerd that still loves pro wrestling. My first podcast was a small independent wrestler who actually grew up one town over from me in the northern suburbs of Chicagoland. Colt Cabana's Art of Wrestling podcast has hundreds of episodes out now and is very well uh, respected Because of him, now many top-name wrestlers have podcasts of their own and are very successful, as in terms of listeners, at least. I also listen to The Nerdist with Chris Hardwick from The Talking Dead and Singled Out. Polly Shore does one called Interested, and believe it or not, it's interesting. A really creative show. I was talking podcasts with Paul O'Brien, owner of Ronix Wakeboards. He introduced me to the WTF podcast with Mark Maron. Now, I listen to Mark Maron all the time. What I'm getting at is podcasting is an easy and fun way to get information. Hearing audio allows you to listen at your own pace on your own schedule. 
I hope all of you had a chance to listen to all eight of my previous episodes. A quick recap of that. The first interview I did on the Golden Mike podcast was with Mike Dowdy. We discussed his injury going into the 2014 season, his relationships with fellow riders, and his future wakeboard plans. Chris O'Shea from Union Wakeboard Mag joined me on episode two. We talked and laughed with Jimmy LaRich and had an in-depth sit-down with longtime wakeboard judge and official Rob Corum. On our fifth episode, I had a great chat with Darren Shapiro. We talked the roots of the sport and about his drive to be one of wakeboarding's top contest riders of all time. Australian wakeboard champion Amber Wang sat down with us for a good while to talk about how she started in wakeboarding. We also talked about her famous Toad Water Sports family and all of their on-water records, which have held for decades. A good pal of mine, Rusty Malinowski, invited us into his house out in Claremont, Florida, to record the seventh episode. My partner in announcing for many years, Brad Smela, joined me just two weeks prior to his life-changing injury. On the eighth episode of the Golden Mike podcast, Brad and I have a great conversation with topics including his endeavors in the world of cinema and television, his career, and the future of big air riding. All soon-to-be classics, I'm sure. Don't miss out on a single episode. Go back, download them for free on iTunes, or give them a listen at noiseofthenorth.com. Hey, I'm Brad Smaler, and you're listening to the Golden Mike Podcast with the one and only Noise of the North, Dano the Mano. He's the first guy that ever got it on the first try. It's the easiest thing to say. The Golden Mike Podcast is a free podcast, and to keep it that way, I'd like to thank some of the sponsors of the show. iWake.com, Performance Ski and Surf, PerfSki.com, Hungry Boards, Stand Up Paddle Boards, Woodrow's, Jammy Pack, Logos That Pop, and Empire Sound and Lighting. Be sure to check out the sponsor link on noiseofthenorth.com to help support and to find special offers and deals from the people who helped me make this show happen. One more way for you, the listener, to help support this show, please subscribe to the Golden Mike Podcast free on iTunes and be sure to rate and review the show. Also, spread the word about the Golden Mike Podcast. Tell all your friends and family members who may be fans of the pros or just interested in that lake lifestyle. Today's show is the first episode in a few months. What I want to do is give you all a chance to hear a couple of samples of what is to come this year on the Golden Mike. One of the first interviews you'll hear this year is with a gentleman who over the past decade has earned himself title as King of the Cable. Tom Fouché has always stretched the limits of what could be done on the cable. His mix between stylish air tricks and doing what at one time may have been thought to be impossible in the features set him apart from any other boat or cable rider at the time. Tom continues to grow the sport of wakeboarding as well as his trick set even as he enters his 30th year on this beautiful earth. Tom Fouché has helped make cable and wake park riding what it is today. Early October of 2014, I was in Little Elm, Texas at Hydras Wake Park for the 5th Annual National Points Chase Finals. This event is one of, if not the biggest, pro and amateur cable event in the world. Tom was on hand as an event organizer, judge, and competitor. We sat down for a good chat, and here's a few moments from that conversation. Welcome, Tom Fouché, to the Golden Mike Podcast. Tom, how are you doing today? Howdy, Dano. <laughs> Having an absolutely incredible time here at the Points Chase. Yeah, we're actually hanging out here in Little Elm, Texas for the 5th Annual National Points Chase. This is actually 
I want to say it's the first time I've really gone mobile with the Golden Mike podcast, but I did uh, <laughs> record one at Rusty Malinowski's house. But we are here at Hydrus Wake Park in Little Elm, Texas for the fifth annual. And uh, you're actually uh, four-time defending points chase champion this year. That is right, Dan Ona. You know, it's going to be a pretty uh, pretty tough one, though. I mean, every year, obviously, these guys get better and better, and uh, I keep getting older and older, you know? So it's uh, it's a kind of the combination of both that makes it so tough. Well, while we're recording this year, we are, <laughs> like, two days away from your 30th birthday. Yeah, I know, man. This is... Uh... This is the last time I'm going to be in my 20s anymore, so, uh, you know, there's no excuses. <laughs> so, Tom, you've been doing toad water sports for a long time, but you haven't always rode the cable. What did you do before? I, uh, well, of course, you know, obviously I got started behind the boat. Never, never put it aside, you know. If anything, I'm riding behind the boat more than ever right now and, uh, you know, just really, you know, really appreciating everything it has. And, I mean, I mean, come on, you know, everybody loves boating. Who doesn't love boating? I'm just I'm kind of poking at you right now because Please do. I'm looking I'm looking to get even deeper and further into it. You were a water skier, weren't you? Before yeah, you got into wakeboarding, one hundred percent, man. You know, I mean, I you know, I started just like every other kid, laying down on top of a surfboard, getting up on my knees to kneeboard, and then started water skiing. But uh, you know, at the same time, we got to think back. You know, this is uh, late '80s, early '90s. This isn't this isn't modern day. So, when exactly did you start riding the cable? I, I actually went to the Texas Ski Ranch the weekend, within the first week that it opened. I did know Blake Hess back then. He, um, his wife actually used to babysit me when I was a little kid. So being a buddy of mine, I went down there, tried it out. Didn't like it at all. Did not like it at all. So, uh, But at that time, there was nothing in the cable lake. There we had this tiny little inflatable rave rail, which actually is extremely dangerous. Did Tom Fouché make the cable cool? Oh man, you can't ask me that. I gotta let everybody else. If I say that, I just look like an idiot. So uh, that's for you guys to decide. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah because to me you are the guy who really put it on the map. So well, well, thank you so much. I tip my hat to you. <laughs> what trick would you say on the cable that you're most proud of? One that really stood out to me was the very first regular, not the switch Pete seven that I did. Um, that one I really feel like when I did it, it was just it was a big step ahead. In a direction we were going for wakeboarding. I mean, a lot of people now still have a hard time doing it, but it was just really good. It was something that was above my riding level at the time. Just a personal one for me that I really took on to that I was I was really stoked upon. Tom is such a great guy, and I know you'll all enjoy the entire interview. Now, before we reveal our first interview of the year, he's a legend, and I'll tell you that much. I just want to interject by saying how excited I am to have the opportunity to do this podcast. Right now, the times are changing in the world of Wake. Big sponsorship changes in events, new events forming and old events possibly going away. With all the change at hand, there still seems to be a lot of momentum in the sport. New boat models, new cable parks, and new media outlets seem to be popping up quite a bit. Classic sites are always a good option. iWake.com, Wakeboarding Mag, Alliance Wake, wakeworld.com. They know how to deliver the information and they've proved they can do it on a consistent basis for years now. I'm also very excited to see some of the new sites arriving on scene. Wakeboardinghalloffame.com is a new site just launched. I've been following them on Facebook the last couple of months. 
The Wakeboarding Hall of Fame's mission is to celebrate and preserve the history of wakeboarding and to honor its pioneers. From what I can see, the founders include Tommy Phillips, the founder of Tommy Slalom Shop, Jimmy Redman, Tony Finn, Todd Weatherill, Pat McElhinney, Kevin Michael, Jeff Barton. I'm not really sure, but I do plan to find out more. You can tell the pioneers of wakeboarding are working hard. I've already read a couple of really cool interviews. Uh, one with Kobe Mikasic, another with Andrea Gaetan. They're really cool features. I even saw a video interview with Jimmy Redman. It's all really good, insightful stuff. I recommend you check it out. It's wakeboardinghalloffame.com. Another really cool new site, The Outsiders Online. It's a culture blog with a focus on wakeboarding, music, art, photography, and the visionary youth. The site stands out to me. I have it bookmarked on my computer and I check it daily. It offers creative, young, a raw look to the sport. The Outsiders are giving an opportunity to all up-and-coming, hungry, dedicated riders with a passion to be a part of the sport. A place. It's a stepping stone. A fair shot at some exposure. But most importantly, they seem to be sticking to an idea and really making it shine bright. There's plenty of new content all the time. 9 to Fivers features photos and words from amateur wakeboard enthusiasts around the world. Visitors to the site can send some of their own pictures and thoughts. It's a really good way to grow the community. I'm liking the 20 under 20 list that spotlights the future of the sport, people who I believe are already contributing greatly. Names like Cody Hess, Megan Ethel, Gunnar Daft, and Gordon Harrison, just to name a few. It's an all-around creative, out-of-the-box-for-our-sport site, driven by the youth. They're doing a great job, and I recommend you check it out. Bookmark it, theoutsidersonline.com. Another great site, thewakeboardsite.com is an interesting and new way to get information. My friend Buckman Ferguson, who used to work out at the Orlando Water Sports Complex and has a wakeboarding apparel startup company called Zealous Headwear, has been putting in some time with thewakeboardsite.com. The site's been gaining momentum, and I think it's a real cool deal. They post pro wakeboard athlete bios, which include wakeboard videos, stats, plus other news on the athletes themselves, as well as contest schedules and results. It's another resource, and the more information people can find online may help the sport grow. Who knows? I say just check it out. It's www.thewakeboardsite.com. Other media outlets you can't forget, the WakeScope app. Track and locate wake events around the world. We've talked about these guys before on the Golden Mike podcast. And you can follow, enter, judge, and even manage your own event all on your smartphone. And you can download the app or check out their website at wakescope.com. Hey, I'm Amber Wing, and you're listening to the Golden Mike podcast with the Noise of the North, Dano the Mano. Another awesome app is the Wake Journal app. Wake Journal is the only weekly magazine in Toad Water Sports. It's a buck ninety nine for a one year subscription. That's forty issues. It's run by Joey Medoc. He's a longtime friend of mine and one of the all time photographers in our sport. They have new content up weekly, and they do that between the months of I believe March all the way through November, and then they take a short little break and prepare for the next year. I've had photos featured in Wake Journal. Anybody can. You just have to submit them. I plan to have Joey Medoc right here on the Golden Mike podcast, so be sure to look out for that episode. Once again, guys, all I'm saying is nowadays you have so many options and ways to get your media, your fix on the world of Wake. How are you going to take it in? 
I'm hoping at least twice a month with us here at the Golden Mike Podcast. Now on to our next clip of what's to come in future episodes here on the Golden Mike Podcast. From the king of the cable to one of the sport's all-time greats. He was the original skiing baby at Cypress Gardens, just six months old. He's clocked more time on the water before his 10th birthday than most of us will in our entire lives. His passion for art and creativity has always helped him stay on the cutting edge of our industry. He's not afraid to jump from planes or helicopters, sometimes even without a parachute. He's been able to evolve his career from professional show skier to three-event competitor to a legend in the world of Wake. There's a documentary about him, and he's been roasted on a grand stage in front of his peers in the entire industry. He's been featured on television as well as the silver screen. This man is an innovator and a -a one-of-a-kind personality, no doubt. None other than Parks Bonifay kicks off the year with us on the Golden Mike Podcast. Episode 10 was recorded from Parks' office at his home in Claremont, Florida. We had a great talk, got nostalgic, and here's a short clip from the Parks Bonifay interview available soon or now, depending on when you listen to this, on the Golden Mike Podcast. I was up at Radar Lake uh, in October of uh, last year, just a couple of months ago. Uh, Paul O'Brien invited me to come stay at Radar. I went up there for... Uh, Always a good time. Yeah, for the Prime Wakeboard uh, premiere. And uh, got to Radar, and you were there. And uh, we did a little little hang, and I got to ski out there the, the night before, and then you and I were... Uh, what do they call it when you're not... You're the opposite of jet-lagged, you know? Oh, leg-jacked? Yeah, we, we were leg-jacked, and we uh, woke up super early, and... You were flying the drone around, and um, yeah, we were up crispy early that morning. Yeah, that was that that's was one of the best crazy. things about that Seattle Pro Tour stop is after after the contest, we all cruise up there and have a barbecue of a radar, and yeah, that was right as I just had my drone. I think that was the first trip to where I took it. You know, who doesn't have a drone nowadays? I actually had one. I put that drone in the water. Yeah, well, you had a pretty gnarly crash while we were at. Um, well, we were doing radar. some super experimental. So, yeah, I mean, we were, you know, we weren't just doing some cloud flying. We were, I think Dana was driving and I was in the passenger seat and I was, and I had the chopper in front of us. You were front chasing us. Yeah, front chasing backwards. So it was looking back at us and we were ripping like 20, 30 miles an hour. And I had it pretty much just pinned pretty much like 10, 15 feet in, in front of Paul's truck when we did a whole lap around radar. I don't know if you've been a radar but it's kind of open through a little bit of it and then you can go into the ewok force and it gets a little tight and well she and took a spill. i'm a timid driver as well so i've got you yelling at me you're like you're like speed up speed up well, that was probably the, that, if there's any time you should have been timid it was probably that was probably when it paid off the most yeah. What is with people from Wisconsin just driving? I'm from Illinois, man. Don't. Hey, <laughs> tomato, tomato, pretty much, dude. Like, y'all, everyone drives with such caution and so slow from up there. We're it's cautious. crazy. We're cautious, man. Don't Ruck. Hate. Ruck is one. Kevco. Yourself. And Ruck's, Ruck's even breaking the speed limit out of Well, he's got to. He's He's got that 35-minute drive to work every day. I'm saying, yeah. Well, I'm not up. Talk Love about uh, being Dana, a the man. Thank you, PB. I know we've we've done some talking on the microphone at Pro Tour stops in the past, but it's been really cool having you here with me as the first guest of the new year. I feel honored. Thank you very much. Yeah. Man. 
So I hope you all are excited as I am as we journey on forward with the Golden Mike podcast. I hope you let me into your lives at least twice a month as I do my best to provide you with a big dose of audio sunshine. Remember everybody, the first and third Wednesday of every month will be coming at you with all new episodes. 24 episodes planned for this year and I want to hear your thoughts. Send questions, comments, requests, and email to goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. Before we go, a few shout-outs to the sponsors and folks behind the scenes. Thank you to iWake.com, Performance Ski and Surf, PerfSki.com, Hungryboard, Stand-Up Paddleboards, Woodrow's, Jammy Pack, my friends at Logos That Pop, and Empire Sound and Lighting. I'd also like to thank Brett Comier, Chris Lemus, Mike Fogelberg, Jenna Hamill, and Jake Snyder Films. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks again for listening. I'm the Noise of the North, Dan Alamano, and you can hear me next time once again here on the Golden Mike Podcast.